Hey, so um, if you listen to this podcast, it's probably already came out, but I want to talk about the recent passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, he had passed away Friday night um, of colon cancer. He was the he was a young forty two. Um, if you don't know Chadwick Boseman, um, he played in Jackie Robinson, 42. He played Black Panther, and he played many other roles, not just in movie. Um, this one kind of hit home to me personally, because it was like, 2020's been an absolutely shitty year um we've lost a lot of great people a lot a lot a lot of legends a lot of young legends and just the circumstances that we have been put in for 2020 is just crazy and then just to get the news that Chadwick Boseman had died I was on the phone with a family member and a close friend of hers had texted her and was like, Chadwick. And I was like, Chadwick? Bozeman? And so I looked it up. And as soon as I looked it up, our reaction was instantaneously in shock. Like, damn. Like, Chadwick Bozeman is gone. Like, And it's kind of crazy because it's like, a lot of people know him from like, Captain, from, no, 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 not Captain America, from Black Panther, but that was like the first, like that was the first black Marvel movie, and just for him to play that role, not only play it, but to perfect that role and perfect all the other roles that he did, just showed the level of dedication and just to top it all off he 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 filmed and made and did and and he filmed black panther and endgame and infinity war while battling cancer so rest in peace chadwick boseman all right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Don Podcast, episode four. I'm your host with the most, J. Don. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, it's been a crazy week. I can say that um, just from everything that's going on in the world, from the bullshit injustice. Well, yeah, that's, you know what? We're going to start there. So, all this unrest in America is getting really old and sickening. So, Let's start with some sad news before we get to the good one. Uh, if you didn't, if you haven't heard or you haven't listened to the news or you've just been under a fucking rock the whole fucking time, a man in Wisconsin was trying to break up or argument, a discrepancy between two women. And when and the police were called, he was walking to his car and he got shot seven times. That man's name is Jacob Blake. So, in a report that the police, in quotation marks, say that they had tased him. He was walking to his car. They, he had a knife in his car. And then they shot him seven times. Me reading this statement, I'm going to let it be real. I don't... This some bullshit. Like, automatic bullshit. So... You telling me a guy that can go in a crowd of people in a protest, kill two people, and he's not even old enough to have the fucking gun is literally okay. But when a black man is trying to break up a discrepancy, or when a black man is just living his fucking life in America, but on Jacob Blake, but when an African American man is seen breaking up a discrepancy. It is, it calls for excessive force and excessive force. Um, 
there have been um, I would say since this since this tragic event has happened, a lot of protests have been going on. Um but we're still not gonna forget we need justice for Brianna Taylor. Like, it's getting old. It's getting old, man. Like, I don't wanna be one of them guys to be like, listen, America don't listen to us when we talk, so when actions talk, we get so when actions so with actions they listen. I don't I don't wish that we uplift and revolutionize and basically be destructive to get our voices across but America back in the 40s and 50s and 60s didn't have no problem of throwing rocks at my ancestors dogs at my ancestors water holding them they didn't have no problem doing that but they have a problem with us using our voice and our actions to spread our voices for change Okay, okay. So, glad. And so, with that unrest going on, the NBA has done an incredible job. And I want to salute the NBA and the WNBA, especially the WNBA, because the WNBA has been with it since the whole bubble began. They are like, listen, we're going to go out here and play. But we're playing for a mission, playing for a message. Like you see, every you see, they have Brianna Taylor's name on the back of their jerseys. They have, I think, um, I think Diana Taurasi on the on the day of Kobe Bryant's birthday, she had uh, the late the late great Gianna Bryant on the back of her jersey. Shout out to uh, shout out to Diana Taurasi because she is. A Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer, WNBA player. I got time if you want to debate that. Um, and then for them, and then for, and then for them, their last game to have a shirt with the seven bullet holes on the back, signifying fine. They are Jacob Gray. I mean Jacob Blake. I stand for them. I stand for them women like. I stand up and applaud the women for using their voices to promote changes. Um, basically, now all the sports canceled their events. Um, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks, they forfeited um, their game against the Orlando Magic. I understand that being being like, all right, just this happened. Well, first of all, just being a black man, like we're tired of just the systematic racism, the systematic oppression, the systematic unjustice. The un the injustice, and then the and then this the unifying of killing us. So then all the uh, see all the other NBA teams led up with them and was like basically nah we not standing for this. So I commend them for that. And then I seen baseball kind of do the same thing where some games were canceled and some games were played. But shout-out to Mookie Betts. I think that was Clayton Kershaw that for the L.A. Dodgers was like, nah, we're not going to play today. No. Um, one person who really and really should, who had been really quiet the whole time, Mr. Roger Goodell of the NFL. And mind you, which is quite frankly ironic, that on the day the NBA – protested their games August 16th, 2016 Colin Kaepernick took a knee for the very first time so that just shows you how far we have come but yet yet how how little change has came so Roger Goodell um, you haven't said a word, you haven't put a statement out, you haven't we haven't heard Jerry Jones Anything probably not gonna hear from Jerry Jones, but when you see all these other leagues like the NBA, like 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 the NBA league right now is just like listen, we're leading by example, and especially the WNBA because I'm not gonna say that the WNBA is predominantly black, but basketball is not that, but. 
for the WNBA women to go out there and be like, listen, this is how we're going to run our organization and this is how we're going to make a statement. I commend the women for that. Um, side note to none of this. Um, since the time of the WNBA, I think I've found my favorite WNBA player. At one point in time, it was Skylar Diggins. But point guard, I think she's a point guard. I think so. Point guard from the Los Angeles Starks, Tia Cooper. Ma'am, I'm getting your jersey sent to my house. Um, your ball handling skills is impressive. Your athlete, your athleticism is out of this world. Your playmaking skills is sharp. Your IQ is high, and you're a beautiful woman out there balling. So yeah, I'm getting your jersey sent to my house. Um. Um, 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 is there anything to say about the WNBA? Uh, um, yeah, man, like, and then on, like, still on the uh, Jacob Blake. So he was shot seven times in the back. He is right now, they say, to be paralyzed from the waist down, but he was in the hospital handcuffed. Usually, when they're in the hand- hospital handcuffed, they're a fucking suspect to a crime, which you see, you see a lot of people talking about defunding the police. I agree with that because me as an African-American man, I have never felt safe in police around me. And then just growing up, learning about the police and just having that stigma of like, listen, the police is not with us and not for us and they're damn sure not going to help us. Cause like, I live, I live, I live in the city of St. Louis. I've literally seen a car crash happen at like, say this, a car crash happened at 11 a.m. I've literally seen the the police not get there until like 12, like late. Like, so just to just to show you, like, all right, this is what we go through and it pisses me off to see like the whites or not i'm gonna say the white but white people who just make idiotic racist remarks like for example when freddie gray died they pulled up his fucking criminal record and his fucking porn video like my nigga like my nigga he was in the car begging the police not to kill me, not to shoot me. Please don't shoot me. And the man died unjustly. And y'all motherfuckers want to sit here and be like, well, if he would have not had a fucking record. Man, get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, if that was one of, if that was one of your brothers getting killed, y'all would have had a motherfucking fit about that shit. Like, dead ass. Like, y'all have been like, oh, no, 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 This is not going to happen. Like, for example, I was like, I was like, I was on my social media and I kept seeing like, just like every, like every new development on Jacob Blake and it would piss me off. And like, it wouldn't piss me off, but in my head, I'd be like, what are you doing? For people to compare this situation to when the African-American man shot that five-year-old American descent child. Now, I'm a big, I'm a big no-no on protecting. I, I, I'm like with this. If a man got a problem with a man, they should let the man versus man should settle that. If a woman got a problem with a woman, let them settle it. But if a man has a problem with a woman and then he chooses to take that out on the child or in any situation where a child is hurt, harmed, or killed, it is it ain't right because parents shouldn't have to bury their kids. It should be the other way around. Like, granted, I'm gonna hate the day that I have to bury my mother, but on the same time, it would it would it would impact her more if she had to bury me. Because 
just because in her head, she's going to be like, damn, like, he's the future. And his future got taken away so untimely at a demise that it's crazy to see, like, a lot of these kids, like, like, I'm glad I made it 21 because I have a lot of friends who didn't even make it to see 21. So, to have that, yes, but still, like, all right, now, like, not the milestones, but it's like, all right, let's make it to 30 type shit. Because a lot of, a lot of people would say, a lot of people would say, I'm, I didn't think I was going to make it to 30. I was going to make 21 because of the shit they were doing outside in their life. And I just really want to say to America, America, you keep poking the bird. And when the bird gets up and roars, you're not going to like it. And then another thing is, like, I'm seeing how they're saying, like, all right, Black Lives Matters people are the problem for this. Um, I'm sorry, this. Half the people out there that's protesting on the front lines are really protesting in there for the change in the episode. Now, the other half people are just radicals. Not saying radicals, but, like, people who just, like, all right, we here for the protest, but we're also here for the shits. So if shit go down, you know we with the shits. Because when Freddie Gray died and all across the America, it was rioting and looting and putting just a bunch of chaos. It wasn't all African Americans. Like, I've seen videos where it's it's a white man dressed up in fucking all black busting out windows and Y'all don't want to say shit about Danny over there fucking up a a business, but you want to but you want a so called, but you want to get on Travis or you want to get on Tariq or you want to get on the motherfuckers who's out there looting. Do I feel like looting should happen? Listen, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying looting is good, but I'm also saying this. When our words are not getting through, actions have to be made. And I'm deeply and I, I'm deeply sorry for the people who lost businesses, who lost who lost who lost enterprises, who lost everything due to the unrest. But you do have to understand your business is temporary. This racism lasts forever. Like I have a thirteen year old sister who me and her sat down and watched the. Me and her sat down one night and we watched the unrest in Atlanta, the unrest in Ferguson, the unrest in San San Francisco, California. And I broke it down to her. It's like, listen, you're an African American woman. Women are gonna, they're gonna try to fuck you over, but you just, but you just don't got, but you and your power. Have to not let that happen to you. Like, for example, it is women in Hollywood that are getting underpaid. It's women on jobs right now that are getting underpaid. And there's a lot of workplace harassment towards women. And women don't say nothing because, like, listen, we got to get the, like, they're like, damn, I'm, if I say something, I lose my job. If I don't say something, I'm going to kill it. Happen. So it's like, uh, but I want to commend the women out here for especially African American women for, for just being strong like especially if you have sons just raising your sons right making sure your, your kids is like listen we gotta know what's going on out here I'm gonna I'm inform you on what's going on so that in the future you know what to do when this happens um yeah so Justice for J- Jacob Blake. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Man, just on some real shit. Justice for all the lives that have lost and they haven't got justice. Like, it pissed me off, like, I think a couple weeks ago when I think the Attorney General of Missouri basically said, we found new evidence against Darren Wilson, the bastard that killed Mike Brown. And... Since and because he already went on trial and we can't trial him again for the same crime, 
Yeah, basically, we're going to let you know. We found some new evidence. Um, Yeah, we're going to tell them on the news. We're going to describe it to the family, but we're not going to go forward with it. And America is just one big, filthy, beautiful fucking joke. But it's low-key the greatest country in America. So, the fu- I said America twice. It's the greatest country on earth. So... Yeah, that's what that. All right, all right. Now, another topic I want to talk about, like, so serious, is um, there's a guy and there's a man in the battle rap community right now named Kyle Gray, formerly known as Avocado. He is a videographer, producer, editor for the Ultimate Rap League, URL, Rebri Entertainment. King of the Dot, all the big battle rap companies in America, he's done them. And basically, there was so this is the timeline on how shit hit the fan. So the URL and Caffeine have merged to a partnership where basically Caffeine. Bought in URL to get them a bigger platform, but also just to get control because we've seen some things in in the battle rap culture that like is saying that like all right, they have bought in on the culture to boost us to a new platform. So avocado, um, so basically. Caffeine and URL started this merger, I think, in January with the Genesis pay-per-view. Avocado did that with Caffeine, and I didn't watch it, but from the use from the from the consistence, it was lackluster, disappointing, and bad. So, Caffeine disregarded Avocado. And so... I've, and so, I'm going to speak on how I feel about Caffeine and their stream. Caffeine, your stream, and eh, it's, it's a mid. Like, it's good to the point where, like, it's crispy. But we're still having the same problems. Like, all right, during, yeah, during the, damn, who was that? I think it was uh, Emerson Kennedy's battle uh, where... Everybody, and I do mean everybody, because I was thinking the same thing, of like, damn, is my stream, like, fucking up? Like, is it, is it my phone fucking up? Um, and it wasn't none of the phones. It was caffeine stream fucking up. So, I feel like caffeine has, like, like I feel like caffeine is right now, like, all right, we bought in. So now we're going to try to change it how we see it best fitting the demographic we're trying to hit. Because, uh, don't get it wrong. We're, like, the eyes are still on battle rap. Like, the usual fans are still on battle rap. But now you have new fans. And then the way they did the press release was like Caffeine, Drake, and URL. You basically putting Drake's name out there, like, okay. So, and then, funny thing is, Drake has a fucking account on Caffeine and never has been on Caffeine. So, like, yeah, man. Like, that shit. Um, so, so, Avocado, it was a video leak. Well, it wasn't a leak video, because the video is still on YouTube. But, I don't think many people have seen it until it got put on DNA's Tooth. So DNA Tooth is like a is like a YouTube battle rap blog site, and somebody sent him the video the video. And what I'm gonna say is this because I've spoken to Avocado many times, not on like a phone to phone level, but it's like on some shit where it's like he has a platform, like he has, he has a studio called Ruin Your Day, and then Avocado did these did these um. Basically, it was like every Wednesday he'd do this thing where like he'd try to help people 
overcome their battles and demons. And, like, me being a fan of that, but also trying to work on, like, myself, I felt like, and since he was, and since he was a former, a former connoisseur of liquor, he, he could, he was the best person to be like, all right, listen, like, boom. And then, well, avocado, it wasn't, like, there's only two people in battle rap I had, well, it's a lot of battle rap I've talked to, but it's three battle rappers that I have consistently, like, been like, okay, like, he's in touch with his fans, and, like, he's a people person. Like, because, for example, like, Rum Nitty. Rum Nitty is my favorite battle rapper of all time. Well, right now. I'm not going to say all time, because shit, you remember so nigga, like, a nigga might come out the fucking woodworks tomorrow and just shake the fucking room. Um, Rum Nitty is a superstar in battle rap. Probably has a lot of shit on time. But he will still take out time of his day, check the fans, Twitter, chop it up with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like have that one-on-one level with the fans that, like, most, most superstars wouldn't have. So... And then also, Rum Nitty has some of the fucking best bars ever to fucking live mankind. Like, my nigga said, I could put you in the desert for trying to find Earth. Western. You know, old Western. Like, wild Earth. The nine verse. Y'all said he was going to beat me to death? You're right. He died first. Like, like it's shit like that. that You be like, my God. Why the fuck is this man? When you start rapping like that, shout out to Vitalfly. Um... So Rum Nitty actually like me and like me and Rum Nitty have like had conversations like we had hella conversations like on Twitter, fucking Instagram and shit. But it's good still like seeing like I right, nobody's too big to, to to nobody's ever too big to still get in touch with the fans. And so Rum Nitty and Avocado are the two people who like. I've consistently had conversations with. We've been chopped it about anything from like, I'm asking Rom Nitty like, like man, who your favorite player? And he'll tell me, and then I be like, listen, dog, that bar you said, fire. So it's like, I've had a fan perspective from them, and not like a personal preference, like personal relationship with them. Cause like I ain't got the, I ain't got their niggas numbers. I ain't like, what do, what do, what do, um, but. So, a video came out. Well, yeah. So, a video resurfaced of three white gentlemen, Avocado, 24-7. I think it's a fucking battle rapper type shit. And some other dude. In which they were making racist remarks towards African-Americans, saying that some black men don't take care of their children. Like, still. And this is my problem with this video. 24-7. Your bitch ass is a bitch. Like, Avocado, I was disappointed in you from seeing that video because, like, it was six years ago, year two. But if you was really for the culture and, like, you just, like, like 24-7 sitting there making these bullshit jokes talking about talking about battle rappers don't take care of their kids because they're writing down bars and types like that. And then he making, like, little subtle bitch-ass jokes and shit in which I find it, like, I was mad at Avocado for sitting there and not being like, yo, dog, like, yo, like, yo, man, shut the fuck out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you sitting here making these fucking racist remarks and shit and then you talking about other battle rappers don't take care of their kids and shit. What the fuck are you doing? Like, man, my, like, just, just like had a respect level for him to be like, listen, we don't cross that. Like once you play the race card, there's no line you can cross back. Now it's six years ago. Do I fit now? Granted, it was six years ago, but to see a person that you had respect for, and then now you see them as, and it's crazy, like. As like Avocado was being like Avocado was a guest in the culture, like he was like he was a guest in the battle rap culture. But over time, he became a staple in battle rap. Well, like if you need your camera, Chris, you're gonna go to Twiz, who was an African American 
uh, videographer or you're going to avocado. And you're probably going to avocado because avocado is that name. Like, avocado worked with Bodie James and Alchemist. Like, if you know Alchemist, Alchemist is a top-level producer. And Bodie James is right now one of the highest rappers on the face of Earth. He has dropped three projects, and I think the last... No, he's dropped three projects. Two of them are, like, new, new. And, like, one is, like, it just got mastered and edited. And he was like, all right, it's, it's, it's some old shit. We're going to drop it and uh, say it's new. I think he has four. I, I, matter of fact, I think he has four or five. Because 2020, a lot of music has dropped. Um, And I just feel like Avocado... I was like, like when I first seen it, because it was, cause it was weird. It was like, it was like, boom, Wednesday, Avocado makes a video talking about caffeine, and I was like, she, yeah, like man, like she, like I wasn't, I wasn't on the Avocado bandwagon, but it was like I could see where Avocado was going, and I'm like, she, I can understand it. But then Thursday, shit was like, all right. It was like, okay. Wednesday, Avocado was uh, 3-1 Warriors. Th- Thursday, he was looking like the Warriors after losing four straight games. Like, no, yeah, three straight games. And then he made an apology, but uh, I didn't feel like it was genuine. Because, one... If Avocado really didn't mean it, the video should have been erased. Like, that's not going to go scoop. It's like, I. The video is still up to this day. Like, I went back, checked it out, and I had to exit. I was like, nah, man. Because, like, 24 7, like, Avocado, my problem is, like, Avocado, my problem with you is, you didn't, you didn't defend the culture that you stated that you was really for. Like, you sat back and laughed. Like, it's basically like this. If you out with your friends and shit, and you got two friends, and one of your friends talking mad shit about another one of your friends, but then the second friend is over here laughing along with the jokes and shit, talking about, right, right. So, I'm, me, I'm going to be pissed at both of them. Because, well, I don't know. Because I might, I'm, I'm going to be mad at them both equally. But I'm going to be mad at, at, but I'm going to be mad at the bro that was fucking prolonging and shit. Like, nigga, you going along with this nigga talking shit about my name. And then your bitch ass talking shit about my own fucking name and shit behind my back. Like, what the fuck type shit is that? So, that's how I felt like Avocado should have did. Like, Avocado should have been like, listen. Nah, man. Yo, 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 yo. Calm my that down. Yo, yo, man, hold it down. Like, nah, man, we ain't going there. Especially saying, like, battle rappers don't have time for their kids because they're making Disney bars. Like, 24-7. I really want to, like, I really want to examine you so I, see what, so, I, so I can really see what the fuck you be doing, like, without the cameras off. Because if you talk like that with the cameras on... I can already tell you be saying some wild shit with the cameras off. So, yeah, man. Avocado, um, I'm disappointed in you. Just in fact of, like, I would have never thought. Well, I'm, look, listen, listen, I would, look, listen, my station was, was not that high for, for Avocado to be like, yeah, Avocado is like, a, like he one of them good guys, but I just never thought that Avocado. And then the way Avocado like like he's cool like 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 he like he like he's brothers with uh with um Geechee Gotti. He's cool with the fucking URL. Like I think most of the better up culture fucks with him, but then for us to see this, it was like dog. Like what the fuck? Like. Now he really got to look at you different and look and like examine like what your real morals and morales are in life. Like what the fuck? But I was seeing people was like, listen, it was six years ago. 
he's a different person now, which I understand. Cause it's like, all right, if I if I could like if I did some shit five years ago, I'm gonna be a whole different person five years now. But my thing is that for this flight, for this to come out the day after, you were like like it was crazy as hell. It was like all right, the whole culture was half of the culture well, was because like listen, we like we here for Ivo because. He he, cause he made battle rap. He I, cause listen, I think he took battle rap to a whole new level because of the camera edits and like he made battle rap. He made battle rapping watchable. Where like I can sit there and put on Rum Nitty and New Jersey Twerk, and I'm glued to my TV. Not saying that he that he made it watchable, but it was like the camera edit was was crispier. Like like the scenes he was doing was just different and yeah it's kind of fucked up Avo like damn Avo but Avo you want to hello dark is my friend my my G cause shit shit ain't looking good for you right now boy so NBA young boy is probably the hottest nigga right now um NBA Youngboy put out a song. Well, let's talk about this. NBA Youngboy has low-key been dominating the YouTube ratings and streams for the past year. So, hasn't really changed. So, Youngboy puts out... Well, he put out a song called Murder Business. And it's the lead-off song off of his upcoming album, Top. And... When the album, so the album's coming out September 11th, and the album cover shares a single vignette style picture of like young boy in black and white chilling, and it drew comparisons to Roddy Rich's album cover, who had the same single vignette type style album cover. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Um. Do I think now a lot of people was like, listen, young boy trying to copy Roddy and then he was like, Young boy could never touch Roddy. Listen, I don't give a fuck how the album cover look as long as the music's good. Now, do I think Young Boy took inspiration by the Roddy? Yes, of course. Like artists artists inspired artists. So it's like he could have went like like for example, the same way how Westside Gun had Fly Guy is an awesome guy too, and he had like a red vignette style picture with like with like a bandana and like his chains on. Niggas can't really be like saying like I right, Westside Gun took it from fucking Roddy, but um I can understand how fan like and then I think Roddy said some. But you know how niggas do it. Niggas like to post and then delete because they be like, we don't want to, we don't want to start no beef or we don't want to have everybody just like speculating some shit. Um, listen, do I think? Listen, I think Young Boy album gonna be fire because I'm gonna get because Roddy, yo ass is on a motherfucking road. But I'm I'm gonna talk about Roddy Rich later. Um. Yeah, so so do I think Young Boy album is gonna be good? It should come with some fire, cause when he dropped the Murder Business trailer, I was like, yeah, I need that song, cause like something about snippets. When you hear snippets, you like, oh, okay, yeah, I need that in like HD quality, so I can just turn up. Like for example, like when King Von dropped all these niggas, it wasn't no snippet, but that but like Dirk. Dirk whole first verse has been stuck in my head since that came out. Um So yeah, we definitely um I think Young Boy is going to definitely give us a good album. Um side note to this, I'm gonna include this in this beef, right? I wanna give uh congratulations to Laura Styles from Hot ninety seven. Um she is low key is she is she is a female journalist. 
that had been working for Hotline 7 for many, many years. And she recently posted on YouTube that she is expecting her first child. I think a first child. So, I want to send a big congratulations to Lori Style, to Laura Styles. Um, I pray that the baby comes out healthy, well, no postpartum, no complications. I wish you a well birth. So, shout out to Laura Styles for that. Um, I had seen it early on YouTube, and I was like, that's. That's cold because she had mentioned something about having a boyfriend. I think like hell was a go in a YouTube video, and I was like, mm, nah, fuck it. But shout out to Laura Styles. Congratulations on the pregnancy, and I hope everything goes well. Now let's get to the shits. All right, so I'm doing a new segment on this podcast called "Fuck Out of Here," where. I just talk about people who, like, I feel like has been, like, just need to get, to, to get the flying fuck out of here. So, we're going to start with uh, Terry Crews. Now, you fucked up. Now, Terry Crews, yo, nah, yo big black ass has been fucking up shit since earlier. Now, when the whole Gabrielle Union thing came out and you was on support of the networks, then her, we, we, we was looking at you different. Then your ass got the fuck up there and you typed in, you typed on Twitter the fucking acronym Takoon. And you spelled it out, changing the letters. Uh, Mr. Terry Crews. What the flying fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck? Like, really, my nigga? Like, you gonna put coon. Like, you gonna put on Twitter, coon is an acronym for it. Conquer our, conquer our own, pardon me, conquer our own negativity. How about you conquer your own negativity and get the fuck out of here, dog? Like, who the fuck asked your big milk dud head ass to come at her and say this bullshit? And then for your black ass to turn the fuck around and gonna fuck around and say, we gotta boycott Magic City. You know what? You know what? You know what? You are fucking kidding, dog. Like, dog, you went... Yo ass went on the fucking, yo ass went on one uh, a fucking show, and fucking said that you had a porn addiction. And my nigga, we stood with you for that shit. But for yo ass to go to fuck for for you to fucking say that coon stands for, and you type this motherfucker on July twenty eighth. 8.20 a.m. You type, conquer our own negativity acronym for Coon. Terry Crews, I really don't. You was a good actor in fucking White Chicks. I can understand why now you you played that role so so vividly now. Because it, it all comes full circle now. I'm not saying you're a racist. I'm just saying you need to shut the fuck up and mind your motherfucking business. And if you ain't going to say shit that is going to help the cause, don't say shit. Like, don't, like, and then you said black lives better. Oh, my fucking God. Like, Terry Crews, just, uh, you make my head hurt. Like, ugh. Damn. Brian Erlacher. I'm going to need you to get the fuck out of here, too. Yo ass fucked up because you said some shit on Twitter. And I just, and you know what? Brian Erlacher, you said some bullshit that, like, you, you said some bullshit to the point where, nigga, your whole... City and team was like, nah, we ain't fucking with you on this one. Brian Erlacher posted this on his Instagram. 
Brett Favre played Brett Favre, who was a, who was a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Brett Favre played the Monday Night Football game the day his dad died, threw four TDs in the first half, and was a legend for playing in the face of a, uh, adversity. Adversity. Damn, adversary. God damn it. I can't say the fucking word. Fuck. But then he's but then then this nigga's gonna say NBA players boycott boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for his knife wanted on on federal sexual assault charges was shot by the police. Brian Erlacher, get the fuck out of here, dog. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like who the like what? What? Brett Favre losing his dad, and he gotta go up there and play a Monday night football game to a motherfucker out there breaking up a breaking up a discussion between two women. He already got a taste. Now he's walking to his car, and the police shot him seven times in his fucking back. And you want to compare Brett Favre losing his dad to Jacob Blake almost losing his life? And then you like a post that said "Free Kyle Rittenhouse," the nigga that that went. In Wisconsin, they had the fucking AR and shot and shot the fucking uh crowds, the uh people that was out there protesting, fighting for a good message. Why your big dome head ass nigga sitting on your fucking couch and spewing this bullshit? Like this is bullshit. Like what the fuck? Like I don't think it's enough weed for me to smoke to to understand the. The level of stupidity and the level of insanity that your dumb ass said that shit. But no worries. I'm glad this shit. Hey, Chicago Bears. I've, I've never been a fan of y'all. Not been a fan of y'all. But you've earned my respect that, yeah, I might have to give me a fucking Devin Hester jersey or a Matt Forte jersey. Because this is what the Bears said as their statement. In the wake of what has taken place in our backyard of... Kiosha, over the last couple of days, we as a team, we as a team, have a lot on our minds today. We decided to pause our football activities to voice to, voice to each other, our coaches and staff, where we stand on the real issues around America, around race, and police brutality in our country. We have, we had a productive, the, the, damn, I can't get this shit out, what the fuck? We have, we had a productive Discussion, but we all agree that talk and discussion are simply not enough anymore, and we need action. We are putting in plans to take action in our communities, and together we believe we can make a real difference. We need action, not only today, but in days to come. So, basically, the Bears just said, "Listen, we're going to figure out a way as a football team to come up with." A way to basically, we want to figure out a way to come with a plan. Um, the birds said, "Nah, nigga, you ain't with us." And the birds low key said that we disavow ourselves from him. Um. Shout out to the Bears because the Bears, and this is kind of crazy because the NFL, because I just said the NFL, the NFL hasn't said shit about the whole fucking Black Lives Matter and anything. We ain't heard shit, and especially from the owners of the fucking Black Lives Matters, like not owners, but owners of teams that have black players who have, who have, who have spoken up on the issues, like Jerry Jones. We haven't, like, we haven't heard you say nothing, and we're probably not going to hear you say anything because we know where you stand on this matter. So, yeah. Um, one last. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Masika from Love & Hip Hop. I'm going to need you to pack. Well, you know what I'm saying. Ladies, I'm going to need you to uh, help me on this one. I'm going to need y'all to take the uh, press-on nails off. Get the hair scrap. I mean, get the uh, hair wrap. Get the motherfucking... Um, 85 zone 
Get the tank top and the uh, leggings. And please help me. Get this bitch, get this woman the fuck out of here. So Masika went on OnlyFans. And she posted a fake video. Well, okay. She, she posted a video of her in her bikini. And she basically tried to make herself look like somebody beat her ass. Just so she can get more viewers on OnlyFans. Masika. We just had this same bullshit discussion with you over this gas station protest. And then your dumbass is going to come up here and going to post a video talking about, oh my God, they're coming back. All you got to do is share and tip. But your face looked it fucked up. Your body looked it good. And you're still talking about they're coming back. Masika, what? What in the everlasting bubonic plague of the fuck nation is going on inside your head that you thinking, hmm, I'm going to I'm going to fake me being beat the fuck up just so I can get some more OnlyFans. Like my nigga is level hip hop not paying that good that y'all got to go to the extremes and be like, listen, I got to fake. Like, I swear to God, like, Empire must not been paying Jesse just, just, uh, Smollett not enough. And they definitely must not be paying your ass enough. But you own this type of bullshit to be like, listen, I'm going to fake getting myself beat so that I can promote my OnlyFans link. Newsflash, this shit did not go as planned. And yeah, social media clown the fuck out of her for that shit. Um, so yeah, Brian Erlacher, Terry Crews, and Masika. I'm gonna tell all three of y'all please go outside, step on the porch, and get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. All right, let's get into some things that I really care about. New music. Um, The Locks dropped an album called Living Off Experience. Now, I've only heard one song off it because I haven't got to do my deep dive with it. So, I've only, I, so I've only heard the one Griselda Lord Professor song with them. And Lord have mercy. If, if, that's, what I'm, if that's what I'm expecting, oh, this, this is going to be a nasty album. When I say nasty, it's like this album is going to be fire. Um, Yo Gotti put out a single... Um, I think it's called Stay Your Distance. I heard it last night. It was a cool song. YBN, Corday, and Roddy Rich. Lord. <sighs> Who would have ever thought that? See, see, it's the combinations we don't ask that we just know. They're like always surprise us. Like, I want... Because it's certain collab projects that I want to see happen. Like, I want to see a Uzi and a G Herbo. I want to see a G Herbo and Metro Boomin. I want to see a fucking Lord and Lord, if you can just give it to me. A Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky, Little Uzi, hell. You could throw Frank in that motherfucker. You could throw Cardi. But if we get Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky, and Lil Uzi Vert on a song. Or, no, 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 and Thug. You guys, you have Travis, Thug, Rocky, Uzi on one song. I would, I don't know what I'd do. Because, like, I feel like it's a beef there. Not a beef, but Travis and ASAP should have hooked up. Especially when ASAP was in that Houston-type chopped and screwed, melodic-type vibe when, when... him and Clan Casino put out Live Love ASAP. And they had a song called Houston Houston Old Head. And then if you listen to Trilla, if you listen to Kiss and Pink, if you listen to What's Up, that sounds like Houston like that has a Houston influence on it with the chop and screw, the distorted, slowed down sounds. And Travis being from Houston. That combination should have worked. But YBN Corday, well, no, 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 Corday, since he wants to drop the YBN Corday and be like, listen, 
Don't call me YBN. Just call me Corday. So Corday and Roddy Rich put out a song together. It's fire, 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 fire. Um, I seen Swiss Beats. I seen a song pop up that says Swiss Beats, Pusha T, and Black Thought. I'm there. I haven't heard it yet, but as soon as I get on the podcast, I'm running to to my YouTube. Um. I seen Jasmine Sullivan put out a song today, and I seen everybody was in an uproar because of Jasmine Sullivan. Um, which, by the way, Monday we have a versus battle. I don't know when the fucking date is, but Monica versus Brandy. Um, I don't know who I'm going. I don't know who I'm going with, but I'm but I'm probably gonna say Brandy eleven nine because. The one question I want to know, who the fuck plays the boy's mind first? Like, it's like the, all right, we going to get the fuck off uh, round one so now I can really bust your ass. Or it's going to be like, all right, round 15, let's just play it on um, the boy's mind. Um, I got a question. Meek, I've been seeing your ass put, on, put out a lot of snippets, right? Can we get a song, like... But but me before you drop some, uh, Mr. Lamar, um, Kendrick, yes, um, K Dot, Kung Fu Kenny, like however you want me to call your name, my nigga, where the fuck are you at? Like dog, like nigga, we went through a whole fucking Black Panther revolution again, and you just gave us to Pimp a Butterfly, and your ass is sitting back chilling, not chilling, cause I know you're not chilling, cause I know you over there cooking up some shit that. It's going to burn the slow soul. That's going to burn the soul. That's going to burn the soul slow. Um, I need, I need a Kendrick single, something. Like, I, like, we as the community need some new Kendrick Lamar. Because Kendrick Lamar, you gave us to him a butterfly. This is right up your alley. To just break down this shit in a way that. Cole can't do because I feel like Cole and Cole and Cole and Kendrick is like Jay Z and Nas. Where Jay Z is Kendrick, to where Kendrick has a lot. Where Kendrick is like the A side, and then J Cole has the B side, but. Also, because Hove does the same thing, where Hove will take a step back and put some new music. Kendrick do the same thing, but Kendrick, we need something like not now, but like uh, you know, what I'm saying like 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 a good day, like anytime you want, you know, what I'm saying come outside, feed the people, you know, what I'm saying touch the crowd, you can do that. But at the same time, I would like for Kendrick Lamar to drop a project because that would be. Great, um, and the fact that we haven't had, we haven't heard nothing from Kendrick Lamar in like a good minute. It's kind of like, damn, Kendrick. Like, but like, I don't think nobody want to say that nigga name because you seen what happened when didn't nobody say his name and he said everybody's name and everybody was like, ooh, yeah, we're gonna get quiet on this one. We're gonna quit. Yeah, but oh, also, damn, I forgot. Fuck. Well, let me not do that. Big Shine. Big Sean dropped a fucking song called Deep Reverend featuring Nipsey Hussle off of Detroit 2, which drops September 4th. A, a very special friend of mine's birthday. Um, Big Sean, first of all, Nipsey Hussle. God rest Nipsey Hussle's soul. I'm not going to sit here and be like I was a big fan of Nipsey before he died, but I caught on at Victory Lap. And I went back. And... To hear Nipsey voice, and it's like, whenever Nipsey get on a beat, you know he about to put, he about to say some real nigga shit. Like, every time I heard the intro to uh, Victory Lap, I heard Hustle and Motivate, I heard Right Handed Guy. It just put me in a different zone, like, shit, like, man, like, don't, like, man, oh, man, don't let me get in the booth, like, man, I cook these niggas, man, so, and then Sean, Sean, Sean went the fuck off, 
Like, Sean got tired of niggas. Like, listen, I'm tired of y'all motherfuckers talking shit. Speaking of that, Big Sean dropped the fucking song today. I haven't heard it. With Lil Wayne off of Detroit 2. Sean, it's next fucking Friday. Don't kill us yet. Wait till next Friday. Drop it on us so that we can, so that by Monday, we have fully recovered from the hail your ass is put on my fucking earlobes. Um, da, 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 da. am I missing them? Oh, yeah. Chief Keith put out, yeah. Chief Keith put out a new single called Bang Bang featuring, uh, produced by Mike Will Made. Hip hop. And I'm the, and this is my last remarks because I'm going to close it out after that state part. 6 9 has low key got hip-hop in a frenzy. And I'm saying because every video now I'm seeing has some has something to do with 6 9 where Dirt said, please not play that rat in the clue because we do not listen to rats. YG YG uh, put out that bitch, nigga, snitch, nigga, hope, nigga, bitch, nigga, bitch, nigga, snitch, nigga, hope, nigga, bitch, nigga. Yeah, he put that out. Um, the whole video was down there. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was stop snitching. Um, he put that out. Um, yeah, so in the video, bang, bang, it's basically, I think, a whole fuck 6ix9ine diss. Like, it's like, all right, fuck you. And then 6ix9ine, yo ass keep playing these motherfucking games and shit. But you know why you playing them games because you got the whole fucking FBI agency like in your pocket. And niggas don't want to go to jail for the rest of their life for putting their hands on you, little boy. But you but you pulling up to Chicago, doing all this. Uh, yeah, I'm an old block. I want to send my respects to new skin and all that. When nigga, you... And see, and see, like six nine, like nigga, like I, like I can't fuck with you, like I, like I fuck with you before you snitch, like the whole bitch, I'm selling. Okay, how many today? Like, like before he snitched, I was fucking with him in the music. Now it's like, oh no, nah. like nigga, like I, like I cannot condone snitching or ratting. I also can't, I also cannot condemn. A man putting his responsibilities on other people and saying, nah, I'm just a kid. Nah. Like, nigga, you out here, like, you out here with the growns. Like, nigga, you grown as fuck. You got a kid. Like, nigga, you got millions. So you grown enough to now understand, know what the fuck you doing. And everybody's talking about, yeah, he ain't no street nigga. Like, all right. Megan Thee Stallion did not snitch on uh, Tory Lanez. Six nine snitched on the, on the whole game, so I'm saying again, Megan Thee Stallion did not snitch on Tory Lanez. Six nine snitched on the whole game because I'm saying like he was talking about Megan Thee Stallion snitched on Tory Lanez. No, she did not snitch on Tory Lanez. She basically and Megan kept real from the jump. Megan was like, "Listen, I tried to fucking cover this shit up as best as I can." She said, alright, you know what I'm saying? I got some glass in my foot type of shit. She didn't never say she got shot. One of her people said, Toby Lane, watch the fucking days. And he was like, oh shit. So then it came out, yeah, she got shot. And then, boom, she went on her live and she said, yeah, Toby Lane, you shot me. And a lot of niggas was like, yeah, she snitched. Nah, nigga, she ain't snitched. She went on there. To basically let us know what the fuck happened. Like, if she would have, like, I, and then my, my thing is, how can you say a woman, sn- like, how can you say a woman snitching when a man shot her in the fucking foot over a disagreement? Like, how the fuck you say it? Like, yeah, Megan Stallion is right there with 6ix9ine. No, 6ix9ine was out here calling hits, doing shit that, like, he know. Like, I, right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in this life, so yeah, I'm living this life. Megan was, Megan is first of all, a hot new artist. We know Megan's story. Megan lost her mother, who is probably one of her biggest influence ever. Megan, Megan actually put out good music, and 
Megan is first of all a woman. So for niggas to be like, yeah, this yeah, this woman is a snitch, y'all, y'all shit is all the way fucked up. Um Basketball is coming back Saturday. Um I do believe they they um they did postpone it for days to be like, listen, like we ain't like like I don't wanna play basketball today. I wanna like it like it's not basketball time right now. Uh by the way, which on that, um the whole bubble should be just like Damian Lillard is is a uh, is a hit man ass nigga. That nigga went out there and he killed he killed the NBA. He dropped forty games to get in the playoffs. Then he killed the Grizzlies. And I I forgot to mention on the podcast. I think right after the Grizzlies lost, is when Damian Lillard dropped a fucking mixtape live from the bubble. No 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 no. You're not gonna cook me on the floor for 48 minutes. Then I gotta hear you when I'm going back home, sad as hell. Like damn, nigga. Like damn, nigga. We could have did better. And you're giving me bars talking about how you crossed me up or like, or like, nah. Like I like I wouldn't want to hear the nigga that just gave me 50 bars. No, 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 no. Not this week. Next week, yeah, I probably give a listen. But Dame, you are a yeah. Dame was a different nigga. Dame was a different nigga. Um, shit. Well, that's well, that's all I got for today on this episode of the podcast. Um, tune in. I about to say tune in because this week might be more than one episode dropping. So just just stay tuned. Um, before I leave, I want to say I want to thank all the fans and listeners for listening to this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like this podcast really helps. Like me get through stand and like help and like it really helps me like focus like not focus but it's like this is like a very good platform for me and I like doing this podcast so um thank y'all for listening for listening um and before we go we need justice for Brianna Taylor's Kellers like. I really want to go off on a dude that signed the fucking warrant because he's an African-American man. And I just feel like, nigga, you failed us at that fucking, like, you know, I'm not going to get into that because it's the end of the podcast. But tune in next week to the podcast so you can hear more of these takes. Love, peace, and soul to y'all. And please, for my African-Americans out here, stay safe because the world is cold. Holla!